episode 25 inside jogging podcast um i'm here again with just one co-host to start tonight the um the only man on this podcast to have a race win in belgium and the self-proclaimed quickest man of the podcast over the marathon josh lunn how you doing yeah not too bad how are you yeah yeah um busy as you are um yeah busy lives and unfortunately Matthew Klaus is is only available between five and five and six six p.m. on on evenings. So yeah, he's going to have to dial in in thirty minutes time. Um, but yeah, we've had a, a a big week of running. We've had uh, marathons in New York, in Barcelona. I think there was one in Istanbul. Um, we've had the English cross country relays in Mansfield. We had Reading Half, which Josh will go into later because he was. He was there and he, I'm sure he could talk for, for hours about his weekend. Um, and there's been a few other 10Ks up and down the country. So plenty to get stuck into this week. Um, Josh, I've just had a, a Coke and try not to burp. Um, so before I do, um, do you want me, do you want to kick off this week with, with your week? Let's go into back to Monday. Um, yeah, let's do that. And then by the time I've finished, hopefully Matt's uh... Matt's uh, just bear with me. Yeah, so we're recording Monday evening. Um, usually we try and do Sunday evening. I've um, had Eliza for the last couple of days and we didn't think it was sensible to to try and record an episode with her um, being Larry. You know, after she has a, a couple of gins, she does get a bit a bit Larry. So we thought we'd, um, thought we'd wait till I had some peace and quiet. Josh, you ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> um, so Monday morning, ran with uh, Phil Martin, local legend. So been uh, been meeting at Ferry Meadows. It's been nice and running around uh, where my brother lives. So eight miles in the morning, six fifty eight. Then uh, got in some strides. Actually, when I look, got back to my training uh, plan, didn't have them penciled in, so they were a little bonus. So just six by twenty seconds. Mate, you can say what you want tonight. Klaus is not here, so you yeah, can't. you wait. Heart rate through the roof all week. Um, in the evening, I did four, just over four miles. It's seven eighteens. Uh, that was pretty. That must have been pretty easy. But, yeah, I definitely, definitely didn't. No, I did that on my own. Um, I think Matt had moaned at me in the day already for my heart rate being too high, so I think that's why I ran a bit slower. Ah. Uh, and then Tuesday, uh, I I did run with you in the evening. Um, so in the morning, I did just over, just under seven and a half miles, six fifty fives. Oh, that was actually at lunch. There was a few few times actually recently. I've if I've been a bit tired in the morning, I've just got at lunch and I've seen yeah, that. I've seen get you, away with get away with an hour at lunch. Nice. It's like you talk about today. You you did your lunchtime ten miler, and you're going to do another another run this evening. Yeah, so. I was. Yeah, I, I, this morning I was pretty tired just from yesterday, like traveling and stuff. So I was like, what's the point really? I was like, I'd rather. So I got like eleven hours sleeping, which result so maximize yeah. that do you not um do you not feel tired on the second run if you only had like four or five hours of recovery no not so much to be honest i mean after this i probably have had sort of six seven hours 
Um, I think it, it helps wearing the Invincibles. I don't know, my legs just feel fine in them. Yeah, because um, talk about sorry. that day. That day, you just talk about now, the Tuesday. So you did like a 50-minute run, so you would have ended about half one-ish. Yeah. And then, then you ran with me again at, at half five, so four hours. Yeah, yeah. ideally I would ideally I would run in the morning and give, give a bit more recovery, but I sort of... And it's not like I've been going to sleep late either. I've been going to sleep like late as 10. Um, I've just been tired for whatever reason. A busy man. Yeah, exactly. Month um, <laughs> So yeah, in the evening I did uh, just over five miles with you. Uh, and then we did some weights in your garage. That was full tracksuit run. That was good. Um, then Wednesday, so Wednesday I had a session in the evening. So I did four miles, just easy in the morning, seven tens. And then I did three mile warm up. And the session was basically one mile, then 12 lots of minute on, minute off. So 24 minutes in total there. And then another mile at the end. So the miles were, I think, 449 or 450. And it, the loop was a bit shit, really, for the minutes. Um, it's kind of like an industrial estate around Peterborough. So I, the aim kind of feel was 5K pace or feel, and then on the minute off, sort of 530 to 540 pace. And I, I started probably a bit easier than that. And my I think my minute off throughout were probably a bit slower than that. Not dramatically, but maybe like 540 to 550s. Um, but actually... I found one area where there was no cars and it was sort of perfect two minutes. So I could get my effort in, then the float and then spin around. And that was quite good. Um, and those ones actually, are, they felt like my leg turnover was get, getting better. So that's kind of what I was really focusing on more than anything, just getting my legs moving. So, um, so yeah, that was all right, actually. So, I mean, you just said it's on an industrial loop and people think, oh, that sounds all right. But it's by the time you're doing this, it's dark and yeah, yeah i've run around that loop with you and there's some pretty pitch black areas on that loop so yeah i think the worst bit is the drop curbs like yeah. I, i've i've tempoed there before sort of 530s and it's not so bad when you try to sort of do minute efforts like five 440s on a drop curb you can easily sort of yeah you have a lot less control over your legs i find so so yeah not not ideal so that's why i found a minute bit um by McDonald's. Know, yeah exactly yeah. so i just sort of went up and down there um, and that was a bit better because the other side's very open as well if it's windy yeah. um, and people drive like idiots as well um so yeah so that was um wednesday people, evening people drive like idiots like you i'm sensible now I'm old. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um so then uh that'll be thursday morning so yeah again with phil met at the rowan lake in peterborough uh did 10 miles with him seven tens so i think that i think we started pretty slow it was very, very cold. Um, so, yeah, that was not fun. I think it was uh, colder the following morning, wasn't it? I think this morning, um, do you want to talk us through your shop choice? Oh, uh, yes. That, that does bring back... Um, uh, I know more about your running I'm, than I'm, you, mate. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, because I basically just do the same thing most this days. Was, this I'm, was the run that I was meant to meet you for, but yeah. I didn't wake up till about 7.50, so... Yeah, so if, I ever, if I'm ever unsure, I'll ask Aaron if he wants to come. And if he ever says, I might, well, it's instantly a no. So I don't even bother to ask if he's awake because I know he won't be. Um, so yeah, so Phil and I met, oh, we started running at seven o'clock. So I knew Aaron would not be awake. Anyway, back to the sock choice. Sorry, the sock choice. And this, was, this did cause a bit of controversy on Instagram. I was wearing 
And I think the, probably the most common question was, are those socks Nike? So I was wearing Christmas socks. And yes, of course they were Nike. I was very um, happy with it. I liked it. I voted yeah. that it, you should be wearing them. Yeah, it was quite close throughout. Um, but yeah, most people did actually say in the end that it was too early. So you're all miserable fuckers. Yeah, and I saw you um, You didn't use that correct plural on... um on instagram you called people uh, miserable fucks so if you're gonna like call people <laughs> that at least call them call them I, properly i don't even think about that to be honest but there we go yeah incorrect grammar of the, <laughs> of the word but i'll let you off um anyway so yeah friday yeah, that was friday that was a cold morning okay yeah friday was called my car windscreen was actually frozen um so yeah, just did six miles again with Phil, six fifty eights. So actually, last week I ran pretty slow most of the week. Um, it's Phil, yeah, it's got a big engine. It takes him a while to warm up and get rolling. Yeah, no, it does. And then did some more strides after actually just six by twenty seconds again. And then in the evening, I ran with my dad actually. So a bit of a story behind this. So the new Call of Duty came out on Friday morning, and as a one-off treat. I asked my dad if I could have my controller back for Friday evening and uh, he agreed. So I ran with him, got my controller, drove home and played about four hours of Call of Duty and then gone. So a little treat for myself. So that's it. It's gone again. Yeah. Done. I wasn't here for the week. I said for the weekend, but he was like, you're not here. I said, yeah, but I just played it on Friday evening. Um, so yeah. That was that. When, then, you said, when you said an interesting story about your dad, I thought we were going to go into, um, <laughs> you know, certain people being your real dad. But anyway, move on. <laughs> For anyone unsure, that is not true. <laughs> um, Saturday morning, I ran uh, with Phil again, actually. So I must have run with him about five times this week. Um, so we met in Peterborough just before the park run. And ended up doing basically just over six miles at 6.57. We did do the park running uh, in that as well. So I think I ran something like 20.50. And Phil, he was gagging to go. I could tell. He was. he was absolutely gagging. How many, sh- how many shout-outs did Phil get on the route? I was, I, I was actually trying to work out if he was more popular around that park run than, tell you what's about, than Nick Torrey was around London Marathon. It was, it was very close. Um yeah, very popular man. Yeah. Um, what I will say is, obviously, morning of of your race, which you're going to come to in a second, mm. um, I was speaking to Phil and trying to get his prediction for your race out of him. Yeah. His, his prediction was very optimistic. So Probably like 63 minutes or something. I have, I have a feeling that, to me, all week, you were, because you know I'd just moan if you told me anything too quick you were sort of very sort of realistic and just saying, I'm just going to race. I bet to Phil all week, you were gassing to him going, I'm going to run like rapid. I'm going to run this time. I'm super fit. Cause he said, Oh, he told me he's in, he's in great shape. I said, what? Off two tempos. Yeah. No, I, I, I never, if anyone's ever said to me, what sort of, what am I sort of aiming to run? I've said, I genuinely have no idea. I could probably run, between 64 minutes and 68 minutes and I genuinely don't know which which would be nearer so I, I said I just kind of want to race really and I'm well, yeah I've done one one good I, tempo but 
I could tell a you right now, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be anywhere near 64 minutes. So you might as well have just said anywhere <laughs> between 66 and 68. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, so plenty of running with, with the big dog of Peterborough, Phil Martin. So that takes us to Saturday uh, evening, actually. So, um, we, so Saturday our, yeah, very, very short. So that was, so in the morning, did that, got a quick haircut. And then travel down to Reading. I can see it looks very short for you. Yeah, I know. It just I as I'm getting older, my hair just pisses me off more than anything. And I actually might not dye it again. Where's it, where's it going? My my forehead's probably taking. Might have to get one of those those hair transplants. You know, <laughs> I can lend you some. If you I want. don't think it's that bad. But, right. Take some, um, yes. take, some of, take some of that hair off your chest. Yeah. And stick it to your stick it to your top. I think my shoulders are more of an issue now. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, Josh, right. does, Josh does the full body shave. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Talk to um, Saturday night. So Saturday evening, I just wanted to do some strides because I hadn't worn the, the shoes I was wearing for the race yet. So I thought it'd probably be sensible. So just basically did five minutes of jogging and then I did some strides um, just outside the hotel. Uh, and that brings us to the, the race morning. So I... Yeah, I warmed up with um, Jarvis, Reese, and Josh. Um, Josh and Jarvis only did two miles, and I did another mile with Reese. So you tell the, the marathon boys need a bit more warm up than there. Did you absolutely the 10K guys. smash that third mile? Because they we didn't they, smash it, but those, I did say, do, do you want to go a little bit quicker? Those two averaged 720 for two miles, <laughs> and you two averaged seven or seven minutes yeah. for 5K. I think we probably ran, let me I just look. I, I think know. like low six, 622 six that third mile. Yeah, yeah. So uh, both Reese and I said, "Do you want to sort of do another mile a bit quicker?" And he was like, "Yeah, definitely." So yeah, no, I'm glad that I wasn't the only one. Um, and then yeah, the race. So I'll talk through it and then I'll tell you the results. So basically, we went off as expected, probably quite quick. So you had Omar Ahmed there, and I think Paulos was probably expected to take it out pretty quick. So it was almost like, how quick do they go? Does anybody go with them? And what group settles behind them? So. Yeah, they went off pretty quick. Uh, Reese did go with them for a bit. And then there was quite a big group behind. So we went like 4.49 first mile. And I was like, well, I definitely don't need to be running any quicker than this. So I basically just sat at, a, sat at the back of a group of probably 15. Um, and then yeah, we sort of, sort of carried on there, really. And then just before two miles, there's a bit of an incline, which I actually don't remember from doing it before. Um, and Jarvis, Josh and Johnny Cornish sort of, broke away from this group and ideally I'd have liked to have gone with them but in reality I don't think I would have lasted that much longer than I did and because I was at the back of the group I thought right I'll try and move through try and get onto the back of them um but I sort of couldn't quite get to them in time um but then looking at what they ran the third mile I think that would have dropped me there anyway so if anyone's not run Reading the third mile's pretty uphill um and I ran like a 520 mile uh and those boys ran like a five flat so yeah they they sort of pushed on quite a bit so I was running with Alex Tewton, James Straw, um, and Alex pushed on again up the hill. So I sort of sat off that a little bit. And then as we got to the top of that hill, it was really, really windy. Um, so I was sort of uh, ahead of James and uh, another guy, I can't remember who it was. And they sort of sat behind me. And then we sort of changed, changed positions. And then I let them sort of take some of the wind and just sat in a bit. Um, 
so we're yeah coming up to about four miles and then i, I kind of wanted to catch alex i thought he would be probably quite a good person to run with plus he's massive so if i can sit behind him in the wind that would be quite useful um so yeah i pushed on a little bit just before five miles um caught him up and then basically ran with him most of the way within 10 to 15 seconds so that every sort every sort of incline or sort of surge he made he would drop me and then i could catch him up probably within a mile and then up to about the second hill at about eight miles so there's kind of two real big hills in reading um and obviously there's downhills as well but um yeah off the back of the back of this hill um i sort of tried to work really hard off the top um so i, I managed to catch him um and then i actually felt pretty strong i just didn't really have that much pace which was kind of what i would expect really from from the back of london um so yeah i, I managed the last few miles I sort of ran there's a downhill one which was like 449 and then a couple of five minute miles so i ended up finishing sixth um in 6607 i think was the official time so i was pretty pleased with that to be honest i i would have liked to run a little bit quicker if i just snuck under 66 that'd have been nice but um yeah i was about 25 seconds behind reese and i think joe so josh finished third and i was about 50 seconds behind him yeah um yeah and i, I definitely i there is some decent hills at reading i remember that one at three-ish miles it always yeah i mean it surprised, it surprised me when i first did it because i'd heard it was a pretty quick course and you're like it's this massive hill there <laughs> it, it seems though the, the course has changed from when we did it all those years ago because i all i because that day we did it was horrific rain wasn't it and um I remember like at the, towards the end, you came back down like the dual carriageway and then did a turnaround. Yes, it has definitely changed somewhere because yeah. I, I do remember that as well. You don't do that turnaround anymore. No. So you must add on somewhere. I don't think you used to go around the uni campus, which is basically no. I've just like, seen like, yeah, it, it's not it's not the quickest. You've got a lot of 90 degree bends around a car park, basically. Yeah. Um, you do a little out and back somewhere up here by the looks of it. Um, yeah, it's it's only a small one. It's um it's basically un- it goes under a road and then you come back on yourself. But, but yeah, you know, solid solid result. I um I predicted sixty six fifteen, so I was pretty happy to be within a few seconds. Um, yeah, that's impressive to be fair. I think off the back of a a marathon, a big marathon block, and in reality, what have you done? What is it? Four weeks this marathon. Yeah, it's four weeks. It's four weeks. So I had, if you think about it, I had eight days off, I think. And then yeah. I did a few runs that week. Then the week after I did that one tempo. Yeah. Then the week after that, I did te- some two minutes and another tempo. And then I did another session this week. And that's kind of all I've done, really. So, so yeah, I I think that's pretty decent and um, gives you a good good basis for the rest of the winter and then something to to really beat next year um i think it was going to be a tough ask to go for close to your pb on on that course yeah um, the conditions weren't great it was pretty breezy um so yeah i think fairly solid I, if you look you can only judge off the people who are around you and you know reese has just run a 213 marathon a few weeks yeah ago. exactly i mean don't get me wrong he's going to be fatigued as well but He's still, yeah. I mean, even Josh being 50 seconds ahead, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pleased with that, to be honest. I mean, the fact that, so anyone that doesn't know, Omar ran 62 minutes around, 62.15. That's honestly one of the best ones I've ever seen, genuinely. 
because it, like I say, it, it's not the quickest course and it certainly was not the quickest day. And uh, yeah. that's phenomenal. Yeah, so fairly. So, so your week rounded off at what, 19, 18? Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh my God. The warm down, my stomach was in classic Josh Lund stomach territory afterwards. I had to keep stopping. I warmed down with Sally and she was just like, please, can we just finish this? I must have stopped about 10 times. Um, so yeah, I did two miles at 8.22s. I'm surprised it was even that quick, to be honest. So I averaged, yeah, so I did just under 89 miles um, for the week. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with that. Um, it's definitely off the, if you look at what I've done for my last build-ups, or sorry, after my post-marathons, this is definitely, I've bounced back by far the best. Yeah, so, yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, decent, decent results. So, so from here, next race, Telford, isn't it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think I'll probably do anything before that. So I've got a month now before Telford. I think it's probably five weeks. Five weeks, I um, think it is. Yeah. yeah. And then so, off to Flagstaff. So just solid. Um, and then other big news of the week, you're, you're in Seville Marathon. Is that official? Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, officially it got an entry sorted for Seville, which is, uh, yeah, a bit of uh, pressure relieved because it did look very much like I wasn't going to be getting in. So, so you've got the official it's signed off. Yes. There you go. Josh's got in through the big boys. Um, <laughs> so my, my question on this is, so Josh got in, Josh got through a, an agency who, who have most of the top athletes in the world on yeah. their books. So are they going to be expecting like, so you and Ross Skelton got in through them. Yeah. Are they going to be expecting for you two to be a couple of Kenyans to be turning up at, <laughs> on the race day and, so we have met the guy i'm not going to say who it is um we yeah we have met the guy so he does know who we are but uh it was more of a can you pull a favor for us yeah but what i'm saying is like the race so, so let's say to, uh, no, so no, no 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 they know they know what we've run before yeah but i find that a bit odd because like for them putting an elite start together the way i've heard it is they're only accepting people who've run under 214 for the elite yeah. stuff. So but I think I think if you're going through someone with sort of influence, I think they would make exceptions. And I, I guess that's probably what's happened. So if you said, right, I've got five Africans, oh, but can you get these two guys in as well? They're not going to say if he says no, that's just going to piss the guy off. Yeah, no, that's off. What, that's I mean, he probably what, yeah. won't care, but um <laughs> <laughs> realistically. No, it's a, it's so, a I think it's a it's nice that they let you in. That just, um, yeah, I, I, I've always heard, and I've heard of others who have tried to get into the Ville and who have ran pretty rapid over half and haven't been able to yet. So, yeah, I'd hang on to that place with, <laughs> make sure you've got it in writing and, yeah, make sure you get them to send that number through the door because, um, yeah, it's a, a good opportunity to run fast. And, and Clarisy's definitely doing it as well because he's, had sign off um yeah so we just need to get you in now well i'm not racing it so that's the news um oh. <laughs> i said I'd, I'd pace you didn't i um so i'm looking at doing manchester now just because i i feel like i i want to have a few more weeks build up because of the because i've had so long out um and i'll go into my week in a second and I'm only just starting to build up. So you've sort of got to start the 12 weeks in 
start of December, haven't you? Um, let me check because actually, there's like, one feature I do like on Training Peaks. It tells you how long races are away. I've got it too, mate. So, Fourteen weeks away. Yeah, exactly. So, it, I mean, I like to go into that twelve-week block pretty fit, like sort of what you are now. Um, but you know, feeling pretty fit. Yeah, you've got a good baseline, right? Like you don't want to go into marathon training and have that first long run and struggle through it. Yeah. So. I think just giving myself an extra um, almost eight weeks just gives me a chance to get into some sort of shape. So I'm, I'm actually doing Milton Keynes half on the 12th. Is that when Telford is? 12th December or 5th December? Yeah, same day. Yeah, 12th. So hopefully I can get to some sort of shape then and then kick on with some marathon training from the new year, really. Um, you might also find if you do do Manchester – you maybe persuade uh, a couple of lads to pace you if they're not doing anything else. You well, yeah. I think I think a few of the lads that I mean, there's plenty of people doing Seville, and I think a few of them um, will probably use Manchester as a backup. Like if if everything doesn't go right, then you know you can always try and run Manchester afterwards. So I still think there'll be a decent field in Manchester. It's just weather dependent in the UK. It's always the risk. Whereas Seville you'd hope is going to be pretty much spot yeah. on. But yeah. I, I know someone, I know someone decent who's doing Manchester. I'll tell you after this, because I don't think they probably want people to know, but what British, I think that gives it away. So not British, potentially not British. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's good news. Um, right. So Elliot Kip coach, Kip Chogi it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll go through my week, which I did have up on my screen and now clicked off it because i was looking at josh's week so monday monday was interesting because i was traveling back from plymouth and had a pretty hectic day um at the aquarium i think i was um so i didn't get my run done in plymouth and then we we waited until the evening to drive back because Eliza would be asleep so driving back and we were just on the on the A14 near near sort of Market Harbour away, and Jenny turns to me at 11:50 at night and says, I "Think I've left all Eliza's bottles in Plymouth in the microwave." I was like, "Right, well we've got some at home, haven't we?" And she's like, "No, I took them all." So I said, "It's fine. Just Google." Like she was stressing. Like you know me, I'm not going to stress about it. I was completely calm as I always am. Um, one sec, Klaus is here. He's interrupted my story. Klaus, while you're signing on, listen to my story. Um, so I said, we'll find a 24-7 supermarket. And we, we went to Asda. It was said it was open at mid, till midnight. Five to midnight, it was closed. So I drove across to Tesco. They were winding the shutters down, so couldn't get in there. Um, so I ended up finding some bottles at a service station, which were cost me £1.99. So the quality of them was exceptional. Um, but we survived. So that was Monday. Clousy, nice to see you, mate. Evening, guys. I'll, um, I'll bang through my week and I'll say hello to you properly. Um, Crack on. So, so Tuesday, I, I went down to the cricket pitch and did a session. I did the... The adapted moose fartlek, 
I'm not going to give it to him because I adapted it very, very slightly. To be honest, I, I sort of come up with the session myself in Training Peaks. And as I was writing it out, I was like, this sounds very familiar. So I messaged him and said, what is your fart lick in it? Yeah, pretty much the same. So I did five by three minutes. Then after the three minute, you do a minute float. Then you do a minute hard. Um, and then you've got 90 seconds full recovery. And he times that by five. Moose actually only does 60 seconds full recovery. So I added a bit more recovery because I was what to be nice myself. Um, yeah, that went pretty well. I wasn't really focused on how fast it was. They're just trying to, trying to run. Um, but all good. I'm pretty pleased that sessions are sort of feeling better. And I think generally everything's, everything's on track to hopefully have a decent performance at Milton Keynes in a few months, in a few weeks time. When's Milton Keynes? Uh, same day as Telford. So Telford five 12th, yeah. Um, easy call down then, as Josh said, I ran in the evening with him on Tuesday, we did five and a bit mile, seven, seven twelves and did some gym. It was actually Eliza's birthday on the Tuesday, Josh. Did you say happy birthday to her? Well, I actually was somewhat misled by your Instagram post and I said happy birthday to Jenny. I thought it was her birthday. So she said, thank you, I'll tell Eliza. So why are you telling Eliza it's your birthday? So, yeah, I said thank I you. Reacted. I said happy birthday, but to the wrong person. Yeah, I like, Clarity reacted. Josh just goes straight into the DM to your wife. <laughs> straight to WhatsApp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Did she, she have had, a good birthday, mate? Yeah, she had a, she had a big day. Where did she go? Um, well, she got that that sort of introduction to drinks from you. She got a couple of. Did she? She got that bottle of gin, didn't she? Yeah, she got a few those small little bottles. There's a JD, yeah. there was a, a gin, and yeah. So she's she's been sampling those this week. Um, no, yeah, she got loads of stuff. That's my girl. They um they get too. I'm gonna much. put something. I'm gonna put something controversial out there. I said this to Aaron last week. What is the point of getting kids like kids that age presents? Save the money. They do like, I mean, we didn't actually buy that much, to be honest. It's more grandparents and stuff. They, they love buying for them, don't they? So That's where you I get do, food I, and drink. Yeah, I just think it's just a waste of money to save it. They're not going to remember. No, but they do, they do enjoy various bits and pieces and stuff. Like, she got a little bubble machine. She loves that stuff. Um, mm, maybe I'm just miserable. You are. You wait till you have kids, mate. <laughs> Ask your mum. She's got like 12 of them. Yeah. So, um, ask her about it. So, so um, I'll buy none of them presents. That's why she's bankrupt now. She <laughs> bought them all first birthday presents. Um, yeah, anyway, that's Tuesday. She had a good day. Um, Wednesday, I didn't get out till late. Um, and late for me is I got out at 4.20 and it was just getting dark. So I did an, I did an easy 90 in the end. Um, so nearly 13 miles. Just looped around Stamford as much as I could in the light. But it's pretty grim out there. Like dark, it was windy, it was wet. And it's, yeah, I hate, I, I really don't like running in the dark anymore. I've been so lucky that I haven't had to do it for so long. Now you have to do it again. It's, it's just horrible. Like, I just can't, I just don't like dodging around cars who are, everyone's coming home from work at that time, aren't they? So it's just busy on the roads and, yeah. Not where I live, mate. Well, do you stick your head torch on and go out in the countryside then? Yeah. Yeah, I could do that, I suppose. But Go out in the wilderness. 
you need to link us up with this um body torch because last time i wore a head torch it scares me because you get that little bit of light just around you then if it's almost like torches away it's almost pitch black everywhere else isn't it so yeah um maybe i need one of these body torches um thursday i i got out in the morning for 45 minutes and was listening to shoe geeks actually so i had a nice little 45 minutes listening to that they were talking about um the studies done on vapor flies they're the guy on who did that analysis of how much advantage they give compared to a control shoe so interesting findings well the alpha fly um was most beneficial wasn't it It was like four percent almost and the hocker was 0.1 percent so did you say that because that's what you wore i didn't oh i didn't wear i didn't finish so um that was obviously why i didn't finish um (laughs) but but no I, i find it incredible that I, I know people are sponsored by certain brands, but when there's clear studies in, in data, it's not 4% in time, it's 4% in efficiency, which might only translate to, I don't know, let's say it's only 1% in time, but 1% over two hours is, 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 is yeah, one minute 15, right? Something like that, one minute 10. Anyway, um, and why would you not take that advantage? Like if you're racing in a major marathon, I saw it in New York yesterday. I just find it, I find it bizarre. Like I know there's contract and you're getting money from a contract, but yeah. It's, what do you mean wearing what um, you're well, saying as well, far as wearing alpha fly over a vapor fly or just in general? No, alpha fly over a, a different brand. So let's say you're the hocker athletes at New York yesterday and they're running in that hocker, um, rocket x which has been shown in those stuff yes it was at six minute miling but it's been shown to be much less efficient than the alpha fly if you're a professional athlete and you can get two minutes you can run two minutes better in a different shoe would you not take that opportunity or would you just stay with the contract i think it depends on the cash doesn't it if you're getting like a little bit then no but let's just say to you, Josh, right? If let's just say somebody came along to you now and said, right, we'll give you 30K a year, um, but you have to wear this brand of shoes that's, it's, you're going to run two, three minutes over the marathon slower than you are at the moment. Yeah. Would you do that? Mm, I just it's, think- a good que- it's a good question because 30K a year, you could considerably cut down on your job. You could yeah. then train harder. Could you then make up that time and then get raise your profile? I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I just think it's um I think I find it hard to understand because I'm I deal with data all the time. So when something clear like that is in your face, I I struggle yeah. to see why people don't take advantage of it. And especially as we are all performance athletes, you wanna you put in all this work, you wanna get the most out of yourself. But anyway. I've, if it was got, something like if it was like four or five k, then I don't think it's worth it. But if it was like you could considerably cut down how much you actually work, then I think I'd probably can definitely consider it. Take yeah, cash. But, but I suppose I, let's talk about those girls. Yesterday, they um they were racing alongside other Americans who maybe were working part time but wearing an Alpha Fly, and then they get beat by them. <laughs> it's then it's not advantage. I don't. 
actually yeah. don't know where they finish. So this argument is pretty terrible because I've not looked at this, where they finish. But anyway, um, let's move on. Friday, I did a fresh. I did four by eight minutes at threshold, um, just around the grass again. So free up four by eight minutes off two minutes recovery, maybe. Um, just sort of building up, building up the threshold in blocks gradually before I go to like an all out threshold. So I think last week I did. 25 minutes at threshold this week I would have done a total of 32 minutes um I think this week I'm going to do two by 5k ish so 32 minutes at threshold again so yeah just building it up and then I'll have a crack at a all-out threshold soon um I just I just rather work on that threshold zone at a slightly quicker pace I think at the moment if I went out and did a 30 minute threshold it would just be a bit slow or well, not slow but slow relatively for me I'd be a bit Cheers, mate. full send tempos that's what I like to do yeah I just haven't got your I can't motivate myself to do sessions like that like you I don't know how you do them um I just he loves it that's why I know yes yeah. <laughs> anyway um I actually got out for an easy Easy 30 that night as well. Pretty slow. 722s around the estate. Plenty of loops. I actually wore an old pair of Bondi, a hocker Bondi's I've got. And they've got a massive rip in the side. So my foot is like hanging out of the edge. I think I need some more shoes. So anybody listening, give me some shoes, please. I'm too poor to buy them. Is that any shoes? Or is it, is it, does it have to any, be running any shoes? Shoe, any shoes to train in, I'm happy with. He's only, he's only going to be running in alpha flies now, isn't he? Every run. <laughs> well, actually, I, so for me, I found it interesting because I prefer Vaporfly. And I'm not, I know you ran the, alpha, ran the marathon in the alpha fly, so I think I'm tempted to give it a go next time. Um, I've heard them Lonsdales are quite good for, um, <laughs> for a marathon. Yeah, maybe. Um, Saturday, I got out in the morning 8.50 for, for sort of nine miles at just under sevens I was pretty knackered like I was texting Josh before the run I was trying to find someone to run with because I was pretty demotivated to run because it was it was a bit blowy wasn't it and um I've just been a bit lonely I hadn't ran with anybody since ran with Josh on Tuesday night so um no one would run with me. Then it turns out Josh was running park run in Peterborough. I could have joined him all along. Um, so I I started out really. It was one of those runs where I started out. I remember looking at my my watch. My second K split was like a four forty, which is what like seven fifteen seven twenty. And then all of a sudden, towards the end, I was rolling like four oh five. So I don't know what happened. I just sort of. Why are you converting into Ks now? I'd have K splits on. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. When we run together, it's just more confusing than anything. So I have My case, dad does it as well. So I have case splits yeah. on manual splits, uh, automatic case splits. Sorry, and then on the watch screen, I have it in in miles because. What's the point of that? Because when you race a marathon, it's easier to to split it in five k splits. I think. I yeah, don't when, even when you're watch. racing, not when you're training. Sorry. Not when well, you're training. I can't bother to change it back after a marathon. Just leave it on. Was this uh, so? Was this um, Saturday? Yeah. And you were complaining about the wind. It was really windy. In, in I've just had a little look at the wind, and it was only twelve miles an hour. Um, that's debatable, isn't it? Twelve point six. It says there. 
Um, <laughs> it's windier than that already. Well, well, Sunday was Sunday was what Sunday was eighteen point eight, and it didn't feel like anywhere near as, as bad. But anyway, it was a bit blowy, and that's why I didn't run in the evening because it was horrendous. Like when I came back, because I went to Suffolk to Eliza had a party in Suffolk on Saturday afternoon, um, so I didn't I didn't run that evening. Anyway, Sunday morning got out with uh, Ben Heron for an easy 15 mile he'd done the relays the day before so i didn't want to do anything too quick for him so i told him what we would do is run with the wind so that's what we did we parked over at market deep and then sort of did 14 miles with the wind which was lovely and then um made it as easy as possible so we ended up averaging 6.35 but it's probably only about the effort of a 7.15 um so who picked you up? Well, we I we both drove there. Then one of us drove back to mine. And then I left my car there, basically. Right. So I drove back. Coordinated. Um, but I actually, I spent most of that run tracking because I had, I had one person doing Barcelona Marathon and I had two people doing Reading. So I spent more time on that run tracking how my athletes were doing than, than running. So... It's funny, isn't it? I actually, um, like you said, the other week, you get more nervous about these other people running races than you do yourself. So I think it's because yeah, definitely. if I run badly, I couldn't give a shit. Whereas if they run badly, I feel bad for them, if you know what I mean. Um, so it's all good. They all ran well, which is positive. Um, and yeah, for me, I ended up doing, what, 76 miles for the week. So wow, big week. Back on it. And got an even bigger week planned next week and yeah hopefully feeling motivated josh fully in the swing of things yeah well, I'm, about I'm bloody, mo- it's about bloody time it's only taken about six months i'm semi-motivated like what's winding me up is is josh you, have you not heard from him yet he's banging on that he's the fastest runner on this podcast and he's actually the slowest so i don't know what he's talking about <laughs> like he keep he keep all these all these people keep coming up to him saying oh i love your pod and he's like Oh, you get a bit of grief, and his response is, "Doesn't matter. I'm the fastest." <laughs> That's a good stretch. Deny I'm, it. I'm good at stretching numbers, but even I can't work that one out. To be fair, he's got the fastest marathon time this year. Don't give him this. That's what I told him. Anyway, I, I accept that. Um, but yeah, it's half debatable. I'm um, I'm working for a good on, range. I'm working on trying to get another marathon in before I turn a vet 35 in April. So. Yeah, get onto that vet scene. Wow, the big, the big Clean 35. Up. Yeah, don't worry, I'm not done yet. I like people writing you off. It makes me, makes me I'm angry. I'm not writing you off. I think I don't. I don't, I don't think you, 35 is great. I'm not, I'm not saying you write me off. Maybe a kid with blonde hair might do, but he needs to watch his back. <laughs> I think he's had a fresh cut. I know he has. It's very short, isn't mm. it? Anyway, mm. um, Matty Klaus has joined us now. The um fastest runner on this show um over marathon half marathon 10k 5k 3k 1500 fastest runner in germany um yeah got all the accolades this kid well me and josh running germany you ran 213 in germany didn't you berlin 
Oh yeah, that was when I was all right at marathons. I only ran two sixteen um, in Germany. Josh Josh had a big fat DNF in Germany. That'll change. When that'll it, change. When's he going to yeah. run to Germany? I don't know. M- Munich next Sometime. year. Munich. European champs. Europeans. You can lose that go. one. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's on cloud nine now, Josh. It's just let him let him ride it. Um, it's fine. I don't mind it. Um, I'll, don't worry. I'll, I think people um, get confused between... I think they think that I just have a go at him on this podcast. What they don't realise is I have a go at him every single day of my life. and he, So he's quite accepting of it. So don't feel sorry for him. Just accept it is what it is. Right, Matty, do you want to talk us through your week? Let's do it. So Monday, um, eight miles in the morning, 7.30 pace plus weights. Um, and the evening, four miles, 7.34 pace. Um, yeah, these uh, dark nights are a bit shitty, actually. Yeah. I've just muted Matty by accident. I apologise. I was <laughs> trying to mute myself. So you, you have to unmute was that, yourself. Was that because I swore? Sorry. Sorry. Did you? It's good. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna mute myself. So anyway, carry on. I said the. I said the S word. So sorry. So that was Monday and um, Tuesday. Uh, I couldn't get out. That um, I actually slept past my alarm. Um, so it was just four miles in the morning, celebrating uh, my and Gina's uh, second year wedding anniversary. So there we are. Um, in the evening, actually <laughs> celebrating uh, celebrating my uh, wedding anniversary, I ran with Scott Nixon. So we did six miles at 7.23 pace. Um, the boy uh, brought some Polly's IPAs with him. So um, appreciate that, Scott. Really nice, actually. I, I said I'd plug his beers. So um, if you've not already, Polly's um, do really good IPAs. So I think they're born in Wales, North Wales, Mould area. So um, if you've not yet, check them out. Really good beers. Um so Wednesday was the first session of the week. So I was trying to find somewhere to do this early enough with some light. Um, so I kind of had to wait to do this session because I wanted to do something a little longer than K-Reps outside the house. So there's another little um, out and back road that I do use in the summer. Um, so I kind of had to cut this pretty close to work so what I did is um some five minute reps so six by five minutes uh, it's kind of right next to the dual carriageway but it's quite lumpy so just went up and down there um trying to hit sort of 10k feel um it was quite weird because on the way out I was running like 450-ish 440-ish pace and then on the way back, the GPS was just horrendous and it was saying I was running like 505s. Um, but I think it was more like sort of 450 feel for them reps. So that was that was Wednesday. It was actually quite a good session, that. Um, do you ever get um, it when those sessions, though, when you, when you watch this, like, and you do think, shit, am I actually running that pace? Because I get that quite a lot. 
Yeah, but every time I was going one way, it was saying 440, 450 pace. And then on the way back, every time it was like 5, 502, 505. Ah, um, I know the way back is slightly hillier, but then it wasn't it wasn't massively different, to be honest, either way. Um, I don't know whether because I was on the other side of the road, it made much of a difference, but... Um, Wow, interesting. I was pretty happy with that, to be fair. Matt, so on Strava, you get the gap splits. And Go on. So your ones on the way back, the gap times was actually usually quicker than the ones on the way out. So your second rep, for example, it's saying 4.43 pace, even though you ran 4.59 or 4.55 pace, whatever. But yeah, that must be quite hilly then. Yeah, so... It's, I think it's more, it's probably deceptive. I think I've, had, I've got a, one of these routes where it, it doesn't look that much of an incline, but it just almost is uphill the whole mile. And then, yeah, one uh, way is definitely hilly than the other. Um, how do you get that onto you? Because I've obviously not got that on my phone. Do you have to I just go went, online for that? I, yeah. I think you have to go online. Yeah. But yeah, you're, so you're second and fourth rep were actually the quickest in terms of gap pace. There you go. So there we are. Um, yeah, it's. I quite like doing just time sessions. I really do like, because um, you can just work off feel. Um, I try and give that to Josh quite a lot, actually, just like just minutes and just like time-based intervals. I just think it's just getting back into shape, getting fit, which is really good to work off. And you can come away from them, no matter what pace you've run at, feeling pretty good. I think you just get them done as well, don't you? Like, you don't worry. Like, if if you're doing miles, you might split a 455 mile and you're looking to run 445s and you're like, oh, that's shit. I'm just going to gonna end it here. Whereas when you're just doing five-minute reps, you sort of just... Just run to five minutes, get get them done, and then have a look later, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Um, trying to get bogged down in the data because, like I say, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so that was Wednesday. Um, Thursday was just a one run, ten and a half at seven thirteen pace. Um, actually went round to friends of the show, um, Ali Lavender and Callum Rawlinson. I uh, went around their house, actually, because Gina was having some physio with Andy Wallin, so um, they uh, they welcomed us in. Great house. We had some loose-leaf tea. So Wait, they, they all live together, all three of them? Um, yeah, he's just um, up there at the moment. I think he's just um, in the process of buying a new place. He's, he's oh, moved okay. jobs up the, up the Manchester area. So I, I thought we um, had an, an interesting relationship going on, but there you go. No. <laughs> We're all friends. So um, <laughs> so that was Thursday. Um, Friday was just eight and a half miles at seven, 703 pace plus some hills and weights. Um, Saturday was a second session of the week. So I've been moving the tempos up week by week. This will be the longest sort of tempo I'll do with this block. Um so plan was to sort of go off around five minute mile in to try and stick at that, to be honest. Um, weather was actually really good. I thought it was going to be 
dreadful, but it was all right. Um, so went off, started only, off at about... Only 7.2 mile per hour wins in Wrexham. Thank you. So started off at just under five-minute mile and sort of held that for, for seven miles. And then um, I kind of just pushed on a little bit, actually, just to... Um, Pressed the last 5k. I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't going to the well. Um, it's quite funny, actually. I was thinking of what I'd title this run, so I was going to call it like um, Josh Lund last 5k, but um, I decided to, to call it something else. So, um, yeah, just did the last 5k in about 15 flat. Um, it is a little bit downhill, so you can sort of um, go a little bit quicker. Um, so yeah, average four fifty seven for ten miles, which is um, the quickest time I've done around that loop actually. So um, fairly happy with that as well. So you say that you say it's the last um, last tempo of the or the last, the biggest one of the block. So what yeah. are you are you like going into a down week or no? So what happens now is um, I'll break that up so. It'll be so this week. I'll be doing. I'll probably end up doing two mile reps, but the the pace will be quicker. So it'll be all the ten miles will be the, the most I'll do, and then it'll all be tempos and harder efforts, but longer tempo intervals. Because so I've got three ten k races on the bounce. Okay. Um, so I've only got like two more. Well, this is my last week coming in now, and then. I've got a couple of races and then it'll be down week, down week and then marathon training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty happy with that. Um, Sunday. So yesterday, um, just over 17 miles, two hours, 648 pace. Um, met Dan um, Weston and we did like 10 miles or so together, uh, which was nice. He uh, had some admired, uh, actually admired my um, timekeeping skills because last week you noticed that I ran two hours zero zero point zero zero, and um, he commented yesterday saying um, <laughs> two hours zero 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 zero, and not a second more or less. So there we go. That one was for you, Dan. So overall. Um, 84 miles a week yeah um, so yeah pretty happy with that can I grass you up Josh I mean he hasn't, done, he hasn't done it yet but so he shared like I sent him my training because we we're going to see what, what we're going to do um, and he's obviously got a fairly big week in his head plans obviously not what you've said you've told him uh, you've told him a range of miles and he's obviously gone to the top of that range and added a few more. Um, so he said he's got two hours on on Sunday, like you just that's done. That's what He's got yeah, an hour 45 to two hours. Yeah, so he's... No, so he's, it's an hour 50 to two hours, Matt. So he's hour changed, 50, was it? He's changed it to two hours, 19 to 20 miles. Is that correct? No, we're not doing that much. That's too quick. Nine, no, no, no. I put two hours at 19. Which is which works out at six six nineteen average. I think that's pretty reasonable. No, it's too fast, mate. Go slower. You've got a session. You've got a session on Saturday, dipshit. 
Oh, I love this. Go slow. It will go 18. If you're on Friday and Sunday, that's fine. But you go in. You go in Saturday, Sunday. Snitches get stitches. That's that's knocked a mile off my week. So I, you should have stayed. If you'd have just stayed here with me, I would have kept quiet. But as you're leaving me to <laughs> London, thought I'd dob you in. Um, right. When are you going down to London, Josh? I'm down there tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like spontaneous trips. Probably Friday night. Any any reason? So if, if anyone, uh, no, just nothing to do really. You told me you're doing a little video shoot. Oh yeah, we'll get some pictures as well for uh, Joe. Actually, it's a good plug. So, firstly. Well, not firstly, Pro Director very nice and sent me some kit. So if anyone wants to get the new black colorway at the next percent two, I can't remember. What they're, I think they're golden, golden black. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but um, yeah, go and support them because they were yeah nice enough to send me some stuff for Redden. So I'm going to get some uh, photos for that. That's why I'm basically going down. So if anyone's in London on Sunday wants to do two hours in eight. Uh, 80 miles in two hours, maybe 19. <laughs> so, um, yeah, drop me a message. Yeah. I mean, he might, he might sit in his DMs, but it's pretty full on. So I'm as a plug. I'm as a plug my sponsor as well. So if anybody wants any sockets, uh, it's great stuff. Technical fabrics are supreme. Uh, get yourself on sorerunning.com. There you um, go. What I will say is there is a few potential um things in the pipeline for for our whole podcast so if anybody wants wants to sponsor our podcast for for a week or a period drop me a message and we'll um yeah sort something out very reasonable because we're hoping to get a few sort of discount codes and sort of incentives for the listeners so um yeah we're keen to keen to sort of get everybody yeah get everybody involved in um what get everybody involved. Yeah, everyone involved. The big party. Sorry, I got distracted by something that flashed up on my screen at the same time. But yeah, we're keen to get everyone involved. And it's, yes, I mean, it doesn't cost us much money to run this podcast, but it, there is a few costs associated. And um, yeah, it'd be well, nice. Gas, we... I mean, uh, and electricity and gas prices going up, you know, we've got to heat our houses. And, I've got to feed um, Eliza. Basically... Power our electronics. Yes, Matt, I don't have a permanent home, so I'm sorted. If you want me to keep feeding Eliza, then you should really help us out. That's my plea. Um, no, we're fine. But but yeah, it'd be nice if we had some um, had a little bit of little bit of sponsorship, and we can maybe try out some kit or coffee, beer, whatever you want to send us. We'll review it. Don't worry about that. Send us what you got. Um, right, Strava leaderboard. Josh, you looked at it. I'd have. I can, I can guess. I can, I can guess also it. guess who would be top. Connor um, Dillon is he top? He is top. I can't remember. Let me just get right. it back open, and I'll we tell need, you what the exact number is. We need to sort this out. So Connor, yeah. Connor was top last week, 140 miles. Second, Brady, 118 miles. Um, Brady. So we've got two Australians at the top. Then we've got Blunden, and then we've got Phil Sessman and Jake Smith in fourth and fifth position. So elites are getting beaten here. Um, so are we putting a prediction on Brady yet for always going to run at Melbourne? Um, I don't know. My phone's ringing. That's what's. I'm going to be honest. I've been really bad listening to their podcast recently, and the re- it's not because I don't want to listen. It's because I'm too lazy to download it on my watch, 
and, and so I need to sort that out because I need to type in a new Wi-Fi code. It's a pain in the ass. So I need to, yeah, need to sort that. I need to uh, get back on there. So apologies to them. Apologies to you, Brady, if you're listening. Um, yeah, I, I thanks, think, Josh. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Not, I, not I, to Moose. Not to Moose. I did. I did see that Clarity wasn't sure what the monofartlek was. So. Have you, you've never done a monofartlek in your life, Clarity? I might do one, actually. I might do one next week. I've got um, one this week, but I've adapted it. I've added a mile either side, so... You am I still not coaching you yet? You shouldn't mess with the best, but I have done. Um, are you coaching me? I can't afford your rates, mate. Just just explain this. I'm on the on the breadline here. Um, can't afford to be paying you, too. Um, so, yeah, monofartlek, you've got one planned. Yeah, I might do one. It's like it's like what you cover like four-ish miles, do you? Well, it's twenty minutes of of decent running, so yeah, e- equal. So two by ninety seconds, four by a minute, four by thirty seconds, four by fifteen seconds, off equal float. So yeah, right, solid. Okay. I think I think that the problem is on paper, it always seems like quite an easy session, um, but you get to those last couple of 30 second reps and the 15 second reps and it's brutal um doing 15 seconds hard or 15 seconds float is yeah tough um mm. so yeah anyway that's the leaderboard should we go into some news um any of you two watch new york yesterday yeah i did i actually fell asleep watching on the way back i wasn't driving um so yeah, I, I missed some bits, but I did see see most. So of you it. enjoyed it then, Josh? Yeah. Do you know what I was so? You know when you fall fall asleep in a car and you and you sort of like drift forward and wake yourself up. It's the worst and the worst thing in the world. That happened to me yesterday. So, I thought the women's race was pretty close. Was it Jeb Church here took the win in two twenty two? Um, I think she was only about ten seconds off the course record. So they, you know, kicked on in the last last K or so um, and she beat Jet 2 I think by five seconds in the end it wasn't, wasn't much um, and then I think the Ethiopian girl was in third and Molly Seidel came in in fourth she got a PB 224 224-42 I was impressed she ran a PB around New York, New York. and it looked very windy as well um, fastest she broke uh, Cara Gauch's, um Course US record, record. well, Mer- New well, uh, yeah. fastest around there, yeah. Uh, it was interesting because the commentators were saying she didn't look great early on, which I couldn't really see it myself, so I don't really know what they were, were looking at. And it was James T, wasn't it, in the commentary box? Yeah. I think he was doing Barcelona. I don't know if he did. Did he do New yeah. York as well? Yeah. He did both. Did he? Yeah. Here's a day for James. Um, maybe it wasn't James who said it. Maybe it was, other, maybe, was it Tim? I don't know. Um, anyway, Um Men's was won by Albert Career in 208-22. I liked his celebration across the line. Yeah, yeah that was brave. That was very brave. If I did that, I'd cramp instantly. He looked... He didn't look great in the last 5K, did he? No. <laughs> he, um, his leg lift was less than mine. Um, I think He's I sent a, vi- to shop, wasn't he? I sent, I sent a video to Josh saying this looks like me and Channing in a, in a marathon because he just... Didn't lift his legs off the floor, but got it done. Um, he held off the Moroccan El Arabi for who was second, and then was it Faniel, the Italian, was third. And then it was fourth. quite a good race because they they got away pretty early, didn't they? 
The fourth was the, was the American, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the army cool. guy. For real? Yeah. Uh, it yeah, it was remember. the army guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a decent, decent race. And, and it, it does look a tough course. That last, last mile or so being uphill is brutal, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, good day in New York. Um, I'll go across across the country quickly to LA um, because at LA Marathon we had a British winner in the in the women's race. Uh, Natasha Cockrum took the win in two thirty something. Um, two two thirty two. Um, so she's bounced back from London pretty well. Yeah, I haven't wanted to do a marathon yet. What did she run at London? Do you know? Similar. Yeah, so it's not bad to, um, yeah, to to repeat that quickly. What four weeks? Mm. Yeah, um, and she's been doing some decent long runs, hasn't she? As well. So, two thirty three sixteen, she took the winning. There you go. Um, not bad. Five weeks later, then there was a big marathon in Barcelona, which I know we spoke about on this before because. Mike Harrington was trying to convince me to do it at one point, wasn't he? Um, I had an athlete run there. And I looked at his Strava and it's pretty hilly, I would say. It's quite a few undulations on that course. Um, I'm just going to the results now. If anyone, it was a course record, wasn't it? I seem to think. Um, wasn't there a course record for the women? Yeah, 223, I want to say. Yeah, 223, Tadu. To Somi and Samuel Cosquite at the win, 20603 in the men's. Apparently, the men went the wrong side of, um, went like a, a barrier, so they had to jump over it. Did you see it? No, no. I didn't. I, I missed. Apparently, 15 men, like the lead group, were the wrong side of a barrier on the main road and had to like hurdle it back over. That's well, not what you want in a marathon. I, you know me, there was no chance I wouldn't get back over. I just stopped. I'd probably go. I'd probably go under it. Um, so, so yeah, um, some decent marathons this weekend. Back in the states, there was a half marathon in Indianapolis, and Tom Anderson, who's um, been based in the states for a while now, probably best part of the decade. Um, he ran sixty-two thirty-two, so I presume that's a PB for Tom. Pretty rapid over there. Um, Cross-country relays with Mansfield. Josh, I saw you commented on the live stream plenty of times. So did you watch it? I watched some of it. Craig was doing the live stream for running live. So it was a bit broken up. Uh, again, that was a journey sort of uh, watch. So, um, so cross-country relays, for anyone who doesn't know, um, regular fixture in the cross-country calendar. It's men is four by 5K legs and the women's is yes. four by... 3k yeah 3k i think it is yes yeah that's right um tough little it's a decent little course at mansfield so it's, the 5k is two laps um and you go into a wooded section do a bit of a a bit of a hill not really not mu- not much of a hill but it can get pretty muddy in the woods sometimes but i heard this weekend it was pretty dry so there's some pretty fast fast times out there um who took the win josh so Shaftesbury took the win in the men's. Interestingly, actually, I saw on the results I was looking earlier, their B team uh, were ahead of them by quite a way on the first leg. Um, 
the seconds were Highgate and third were Aldershot in the men's. I haven't looked to the women's results. Oh, yeah, I'll go for the women's second. Um, um, Liam D took the fastest leg, rapid last leg, 15-18. Yeah, I think Hugo Milner will still be slightly quicker on first leg. But, yeah, first leg. No one can. Um, so the first leg is slightly shorter. Um, yeah, he was like 11 seconds quicker, though. Okay, fair. But still pretty but rapid. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Because he got the he got the he overtook Highgate, didn't he? And yeah, in that last leg. So yeah, decent running. Uh women's was won by I mean you could have guessed it. Older shot. Yeah. And um Charmwood second. Lincoln Wellington third with uh Abby Donnelly fast opening leg and um Hannah Irwin, I think, was the quickest next leg for Cambridge College, who's based in Cardiff, isn't she? So so yeah. Um we did have another result as well. Go on, uh, Richard Burton, 10K. Yeah. So that we win that. Uh, yeah, he got the win, 31 32. Um, and the women's winner was Donna Morris, 37 36. And that's a, a real lumpy course for about 7K. Yeah. And um, I'll give a shout out to my, my runner, Cam Matthews, who ran Barcelona, 230. 8.02, so he was looking to break 2.40, so nicely well, under that. Um, so, and then we had another result the other week, which we missed, which was like a a long distance race. Klaus, you sent it to me, because I'd already had it. Um, do you know what it was? It was like a 50k or a 20, I don't know, something long, something too long for me. Oh yeah, Gloucester twenty four hour elite race. We said we'd give a quick shout out to Joanna Murphy. Um, so she's a long way, isn't it? Twenty four hours, one hundred and forty three yeah. miles in that. So yeah, impressive. That'd be some serious length. Was it around the track? It was around the track as well. Oh wow! I'd love that. I might do one. I'd love. Well one. done, that's get, fantastic. Get this twenty. I'm gonna get a twenty four hour race at the cricket pitch. I'd be rapid. Um, I'd want to stop halfway and go around the other way for a bit. Yeah. Um, the only other news I've got is, what did you make of Bikili? Uh, kind of as expected, really. He's gone to get paid. Do you reckon he's going to get any more paydays now? I think he will be, just because of his reputation. Mm. But you've got I think to be he's thinking, done now. He's oh, done. I would have said he was done before this year. I My mean, honest opinion. at the end of the day, for him now, it's about making some extra cash, you know? Precisely. Yeah, like, but I think he, he didn't do himself a favour by doing both of them. Um, yeah. I know. Well, he, you don't know how much he got paid. Yeah, I know he got paid a lot, but... Didn't he, he still did. get sick? Oh, yeah, he did. It was just behind Ben True, wasn't he? Or Ben True was just uh, behind him? I think Ben True oh, was, was he? He was top 10, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. but you know, pretty slow for somebody of the Keeley standard. Um, I thought um, your favourite athlete. I was Matt. I was surprised that he was um, he dropped off so much. Um, candy, you like a bit of candy? I heard so. <laughs> candy. Yeah. 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 Kip, is it Candy Kip Kip Kim? What wasn't it? I don't know his actual. I just know he's called Candy's yeah. his surname, but. Uh, I what, um, candy? so this is when I fell asleep actually so what actually happened because the last time I saw him him and the guy who won were catching that the two guys who'd broken away 
Yeah, but then, the the guy, the, but then the guy, um, they caught, they caught um, the two. But then the guy who was in the Asics, he he managed to hold and come second. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So um, I think that's it. That's it for the news this week. I haven't got anything else to report on. Um, as usual, we give our excellent insight into these races. Um, Josh falling asleep during the race. Um, me, I think I I watched like maybe about two percent of that race in between trying to make Eliza not like eat cat food or do something weird like she likes doing. Um, I've cancelled my subscription now. That's me you, done. Matt, that's exactly the same as I did. That's the only reason I was watching it because Discovery Plus made, made the most Thanks, of it. It's on Eurosport, isn't it? Yeah, I, I got on Eurosport. Yeah. But yeah, I think um for me the takeaway was was Molly Seidel um going running so well at the Olympics and running so well at New York does show you can you can probably put some of these big races back to back if you I don't know what she's doing. She's obviously doing something right. She did some big mileage before the Olympics. I don't know what she's she's done in between, but um I just feel it's very short lived. You can't oh, it be is. doing that all the time. Oh it is, don't get me wrong, but um it was sort of unheard of a few years ago, wasn't it? To, to, to do something within a couple of months of each other. But um, there's been a few examples of late, but was it, is it Hall, Sarah Hall did it the other year, but then she's, yeah, Sarah, yeah Sarah's done it a few times. But then she's sort of been broken since, hasn't she? So you're probably right. Sinead did it as well, really, if you think about it. Sinead did Sinead is even shorter. She didn't, um, I don't think she, she sort of knew that it wouldn't be as as good. So I don't yeah. think I don't know if she trained maybe as you know, she didn't she didn't kill herself in training for London, put it that way, by by the sounds of things. Um although Sinead, if you want to come on, then drop me a message and we can talk about it. Um anyway, um let's wrap this up. What you got on next week, Josh? Anything big? Um well, a couple of meaty sessions I saw Matt's put in. It'll be interesting to see how they go. And then, yeah, going down to London this weekend, probably. Trip to London. Yeah, that's about it, really. Matt, what you got happening in your life? Um, well, the dishwasher got installed last Monday, which is exciting. And that's working uh, a treat. Um, apart from that, yeah, just training. Down London as well, actually, tomorrow for a few days. Um, is that work? Conference. Yeah. Um. So if you're in the Canary Wharf area Wednesday early morning, then if you fancy a jog, give me a shout. I think about um, it. That's my week. I I really don't know who how people who live in central London get the miles in because unless you go to one of the parks, it's it's awful. Yeah, that's what I always do when I go down as I always um, map to a park and then run around the park. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because you uh, just go on the Thames path and every time you run for a mile, I thought that's as good, then it's closed. Very true. Um, shall I tell you what? How I'm about you, mate? Yeah, I've got a very busy week of work. Um, Jenny's working a lot this week too, so just struggling to find where I'm going to squeeze these runs in. Um, it's so, cool getting up early, bud. No, Jenny's leaving for work at... Um, at 
quarter to five tomorrow and Wednesday morning. So oh, okay. That's I pretty early. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I probably could, I could run quarter to, I could do my hour. I've got a session. I might have to start my session at half three in the morning, maybe. Then I could fit it in. Um, yeah. Think of the kudos you'll get for that. Especially if I do it around the cricket pitch in the dark. It'd be worth it, mate. <laughs> I'm considering it. Maybe I should go to bed now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's difficult. So again, anybody who wants to come look after Eliza, feel free. Um, open to offers. Um, or if you want to give me a treadmill, set one of those up in the in the garage. There you go. That's um, the plug. Yeah. So just trying to squeeze some stuff into life, really. It's a bit hectic at the moment. I think before Christmas, it's going to be, yeah, we're having a busy time at work and um, life is just busy, but I'll try and squeeze some running in and, and yeah, going to build back up to, yeah, I've just, my phone's going now. My boss is phoning me. It's 10 to 6. Oh, I hate that. No. What are they, they know I've finished it. Two o'clock. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully by the weekend, I've um, can squeeze some sessions in. So building up to Milton Keynes half. Um, so I've got another five weeks and then going to build into Manchester Marathon. Which is the I said, Matt, my pacing. Big announcement. Well, I'm not good enough to get into Seville and I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel um, my time is from 2019 now. So I've, sort of feel a bit silly trying to beg for a place in Seville that I'm not entirely sure I'll be amazingly fit for. I think I can get in shape for then, but um, yeah, I think Josh, Josh will be going into the distance. So um, I've settled on Manchester. Going there we go. So I'm going to squeeze that in before I turn 35, but yeah, busy week, but we're going to try and, um, Try and record on Sunday next week, lads. See if we can get this one in. Let's do it. Um, and if you've got any listener questions, fire them into us this week on um, on Instagram. We'll get them answered next week. And if you want to give us a review on iTunes or whatever, then it's much appreciated. We do enjoy reading the reviews every now and again. They give us a good laugh. Um, so if you can... Um, find something funny to tell us and even better um but yeah again if you want to hear if there's anything else you want to hear from us then feel free to send in your suggestions i've had some suggestions for new um some, some new little features matt one of them was things matt finds on his runs so i'm a bit disappointed that we've not had any sort of pants being found on your run of late so maybe... i mean there's loads of things it's just it was a whistle stop tour today because, so maybe next uh, week and they were busy boys save them up for next week and we can go through that feature um and then yeah josh's josh's yoga or stretch of the week is another feature people are after so maybe we can get a picture of it and post well, it i think we can record them maybe we can get like you know this night training app that josh uses maybe we can make an inside jogging app where josh is the feature and telling people is he gonna wear his vomit um shorts no he'll get like yellow yeah, shorts. just those go skins with those on boys Night do a yoga range. I'll I'll kick myself out. So on that note, um, I best go do some dad duties, and you two can go enjoy your evenings. See you, boys. Have a good week, guys. Week, boys. Bye. Bye.